This experience is best with headphones. This is a program in partnership with Open and Clear Broadcasting. For more information and additional programs, visit us at openandclear.com. For any questions you would like us to focus on, comments about the show, inquiry about advertising with us, or just want someone to talk to, please visit us there at openandclear.com. Beware of false prophets, 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 which come to you in sheep's clothing. My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into driver's temptation. But inwardly they are ravenous wolves. That the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may ye shall know them by their fruits. Entire, wanting nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven. Is Reverend Devon Divine a false prophet? For let not that man think that he shall receive anything. Sent here to Lord. lead us astray. A doubting, double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let the brother of low degree rejoice that he is exalted. But the rich or is he a spiritual teacher who can guide us to the path of freedom? I'm Dr. Mark. Come with me and partake of his fruit of knowledge. And decide for yourself. Then when the lust has conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow or of turning. Of his own will begat he us with the word of truth, that we shall be. Welcome to another episode of False Prophet. This is Dr. Mark here with Reverend Devin Devine on this May 29th Memorial Day episode. How are you, Devin? I'm doing good. How are you? Pretty good. I get a bank holiday, so I'm off work today. Yeah, is that what it's called? Good. It's it's called the bank holiday. <laughs> Makes me wonder if they have studies of what works best for uh, controlling large amounts of people, and they just part of it is how they have holidays, 
and so they specifically have holidays on same days and everything. Even like, though we don't have the same reason. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, who knows? Life, who right? Knows? <laughs> <laughs> who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you have fun plans today. Yeah, going to the aquarium as far as it's planned. We were going to go to Seven Peaks, uh, the water park around here, and then oh. found out their passes expired like yesterday. So, ah. yeah, can't do that. Well, we Damn. can, but can't afford that. <laughs> right. That's funny. At least you get to do something, though. I'm stuck here all day. Yeah. When do you come back and see your family again? Um, still debating. Uh, I'm either gonna, she's either gonna come out here with me in August or September, or I'm gonna go home in like October or never. <laughs> never. I may cool. just be British from now on. Well, let's hear the. Let's hear the speak, man. Let's hear the accent. <laughs> I'm no good at it. I'm absolutely no good at it. Well, then it's never going to happen. That is like, as far as I know, the thing that makes you British. Right. Yeah. Is your accent. And and saying something about the queen every now and then. Right. Gold saves the queen. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't think that's going to go over well around here. I, I think you just said... Someone sack the queen? Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's funny. Yeah, it's been a good week. It's kind of quiet here without the family. I'm just here by myself. So I've been doing a lot of meditating and stuff lately, which has been uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Is it just like relaxing or like deliberate meditation? I've been trying to deliberately meditate lately, which was good. This is that, week I is kind that... of had a. Is that like contemplation, like you're thinking about something, or is that like not thinking about something? Um, <laughs> we all not, have different definitions, you know. Right. No, what I've been doing is trying to not think about thinking. Just whatever happens, happens. Oh, yeah. And it kind of sink deeper and deeper. It's been weird. Because, like, I have a surface personality, but when I sink down really, really deep, I'm just kind of existing and I lose that surface personality. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, man, a lot of my personality I think is derived from protection mechanisms to try to protect me. I'm like, oh, this is how people around me talk is in English with this accent. And so then my speech develops. Oh, this is how I need to behave. And this is how I need to think. And this is how to tell a joke. And here's how to defend myself. <laughs> but like when I meditate, it sinks deeper and down and kind of, goes past all that stuff and i'm like do i have a second personality like an dun, original dun, dun. personality uh, so just two personalities huh darn <laughs> yeah it's been interesting um this week i kind of had a catharsis or at least an idea i was thinking because i i read in romans in the New Testament, I've been reading Paul lately, and he was talking about the free gift of the atonement. And the atonement is just being made one with God. It's at one minute. Yeah. Right? <laughs> hey, wait. 
Where does it say that? I mean, you, you're, what book were you reading? Romans. Oh yeah. I gotta I read that book it. again. I mean, the whole thing, the whole the whole spiel. I gotta get in that uh, again. Especially for yeah. this program, we gotta quote these things, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was interesting. He talks about the free gift of this atonement. You know, it's a free gift, and. Uh, Mormonism traditionally kind of clashes with regular, with more traditional Christianity, because traditional Christianity says we're saved by grace, right? We don't have to do anything. We're just saved by grace. But Mormonism always teaches like, it's after all that we can do. You have to work for it, do all that you can possibly do. And then at the very end of it, whatever you can't do, then we're saved by grace. But I was reading Paul today, and it was really interesting. And he says, you didn't make the choice to die, right? That was imposed on you by someone else's choice that brought this world in, into being. And, you know, through choices of one person, you have this life that you're going to die. And so he says, by the choices of another person, you get to be saved. It's beyond your control. It's, it's a free gift, you know? And I realize I've been trying and trying to do all that I can do to try to find God and stuff. And I had that moment like in the Matrix where Morpheus says, quit trying to hit me and hit me, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, man, maybe I've already got what I need. It's already here. It's already a gift that's been given, you know? Exactly. <laughs> okay, we're done here. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta put your shoulder to the wheel, push along. Do your right. duty with the heart full of song. We <laughs> all have work that no one should put your shoulder to the wheel. Right. <sighs> like, we're all going through this life experience, and so working towards stuff is, you know, a noble, a noble step. But it doesn't preclude being one with God or finding God, having this at one moment with God, you know? And so I'm, I've been trying to learn lately how to stop trying to find God and realize that I'm already with God. Just do it, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, you're funny. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. That's it. I like that. Well, yeah. I, oh, man, that's good. <laughs> You're just using my language and speaking right to me, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> sneaking right on by. Sneaking it in there. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, you know, it's that whole definition of you know, when two or more gather, there am I. And it kind of gets into the idea of the last judgment as well. You know, when, when somebody else, you know, it's it's through the eyes of somebody else. Ooh, and that gets into cl cloud atlas, you know. It's through the mm -hmm. eyes of someone else that we exist. And, and uh, you know, that judgment, that it, it's an, a perception of yourself. Uh, in the same right as any eyes, you know, you're just looking at someone other, uh, someone else's experience through someone else's experience at what you are currently saying as yourself and approving or disapproving of yourself. And 
Yeah, and, and it kind of matters in a way, you know, what's the goal too? Because if the goal is self-expression, and then a lot of people have it. But if it's compassion, you know, it's a different thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So you, you have to have like a, this, this survey of, you know, well, how would you mark their compassion? You know, how would you mark their, how would you mark, their, you know, and it's all of yourself. You're ultimately doing it to yourself and asking about yourself and and really your relationship with them and that's kind of why it gets into the last judgment as far as the seventh dimension is what we're referring to when I say that and that is actually through all these dimensional experiences is the same singularity from the beginning of all existence Right? So it's just reflecting that same one relationship with God. So mm-hmm. even from the beginning of all existence, before time, before any real essence of anything, there was, you know, the everything that could be and all the possibilities of all that could, would, and will ever, and all that has and never will be, uh, thought of itself. And through the eyes of itself, it looks upon itself. <laughs> and that's literally the relationship that the Son of God, the eyes of itself, looks onto the God, the creation of all existence and all the possibilities of all existence. And it is through, you know, this idea of judgment makes it seem like there's something that happened. But really, judgment is more, what, am I, what do I want? What do I want to believe? What do I want to be real? And as we've come into this third dimensional perspective, we've defined a lot of those things already, but it was mostly out of fear. And that's kind of an essence that it happens. That's something that happens throughout each dimensional experience, even in the spiritual universe. You know, what is right and what is wrong uh, within the laws of this existence of that universe. And so, you hear about the the story of the Adam and Eve and the garden and and what was not meant to be taken a part of and how you're not supposed to take about the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil right. and that that's referring to the laws of that dimensional experience cannot have an opposite and it really wasn't until that thought was developed of having an opposite was the opportunity of this physical world even possible. So Mm -hmm. it was there. And you hear people talk about, oh, no, it's not that it was a new thing. It was that, you know, the evil existed and darkness existed. But uh, then they took about the fruit, and now they become aware of that darkness. They became aware of, you know, the knowledge of it. And Mm -hmm. the only thing that it did exist in was within the totality of all the existence of what is possible and impossible, which is still in within that essence of the singularity. Uh, but it was only came about and was possible by the decision of that self to look about, because it's still that same one relationship with God, to look at God and decide what it wants to be, what it wants to see. And that's kind of a natural belief within itself. So that natural belief within itself is going through this judgment, this determination, this believing, and and ideas of what it wants to believe, what it thinks is true and not true. And, and so the last judgment is 
not really on your you and actions of you. It's more, you know, now you're consciously aware enough to recognize the reality of what's happening. Now, what is it that you want to do for another billion years? You know, that's more of the idea of what it is. It's like, do you want to do bodies for another billion years? Do you want to do spirits for another billion years? Do you want to do a consciousness that's reflected by all these? You know, what is it that you think you are? And we do that for a little while. You know, a little while being a little billion years. That's all good. <laughs> but it's a point when we can decide what kind of existence we want to live. Yeah, like we're doing it now, but we're completely oblivious to us doing it. Well, not entirely, but that we do it blindly. And and so that's we're in this era, this second, third, and fourth dimension. It's called the era of the Son of God, which is the independent, separate independent idea of itself. So it's the, the Son that's technically alone, but united with God, but it doesn't really remember that, you know. And then this, this next era is the idea of the, the eon of the Holy Spirit, which is knows and remembers it's connected with all other sons of God, and, and it's all connected through this network system and an energy and all this stuff, and that it is interconnected through the spiritual universe. And so it has uh, the ability to completely connect to the totality of all that knowledge. And then the next era after that last judgment, that seventh dimension, is called the era of God, the knowledge of God. And that is in the, the actual experience of those three aspects, still different perceptions, still different dimensions of the knowledge of God, which is, you know, next to 100%, but it's still not 100%. For <laughs> Once it reaches that tenth dimension and it exceeds that it, it literally disappears out of the existence of all the universe and starts over that's the, you know that's the fluttering out of existence is quite literally what that god would be being so expansive so whole that it no longer exists wow it all just becomes one thing yeah, it, well, it's trippy. Uh, I mean, because one no thing, thing can't be defined like a lamp. Yes, it's a lamp. You know, it's not. It's not like things. Uh, it's everything and every possible option of those things. And you know, you take that lamp and you break it in one piece, and you break it in another piece, and you break it in thousands of pieces, and it's every single possibility of where it could have been broken how it could have been made with a defect here or there, and, and all the variations of it. So when that version of these dimensional perspectives looks at you, let's say mm. that God aspect looks at you right now, it sees multiple variations and multiple levels of what you could be, would be, and if you evolved from different types of creatures and everything. I mean, mm. there's every option there. I mean, we are living right now in this idea of the sun, which is already a decision made, a point of a beginning, but it's not the as if it's, you know, the point of ending where, oh, we came here, you know, oh, we're made perfect, this is it, you know. Right. It, it, this is just the beginning, and that's why you see everybody just, start, like, starting to really get into this whole idea of superhuman abilities and everything. That That is quite literally... 
what is in store for us in this era of the Holy Spirit. So at that point, do we, because right now God sees us as this infinite sea of possibilities, but after the final judgment, we select one, one timeline or one possibility and kind of commit to it. It's, it's again, really hard to explain because <laughs> in that era of the last judgment, you're also in a, a vast array of alternate timelines of each self that you've been doing. So, so your concept of a self is far different, even in that position than right now, how you have just an independent body, personal self. And this, this sees, oh, my timeline consists of this life that I've lived and these memories that I think I have. You know, it's so simple. It's, it's so obvious. In that seventh dimension as well, being a consciousness dimension, uh, it also has a, a conceivable self uh, that is natural and easy as that thought system that we have. Uh, but it's, you know, in comparison to the two, you know, it's completely outrageous. And, and <laughs> so you think of, you have, in the seventh dimension, you have a row, rows and rows and rows and rows of you. And all being alternate timelines of you. And you can determine and pick from each and every single one of them what is in this moment going to be happening for you. And, and so that's that natural determination of what you want to be in your dream, in your reality. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, you, whoa, I don't want this kid to get hit by this car here in a second. And you literally mm-hmm. go into an alternate timeline where that's not happening. And you're perceiving that. But and you actually recognize that that's happening. You have the capability and ability to do that. And that's uh, exactly what Jesus was doing and as he was performing miracles. It was th- that he brought along his, his perceptive uh, apostles on this journey of transitioning from alternate universes oh. and so they were perceiving that so then so in the as that's a kind of an understanding it's a little different but a little little way of understanding it of you have rows and rows of timelines in the era of the son of god or in the holy spirit in the era of god it's not just rows horizontally it's it's also row, rows uh, let's say you know, crossing vertically or, or something, uh, you know, it's, it's not just the X, Y axis, it's, you know, X, Y, Z axis. And, you know, it's all over the place differently. And there's a whole different sense of helping the universe. I mean, it's quite literally, they can go and travel anywhere throughout, even right in this moment and be assisting just by simply tweaking little things, knowing that, you know, it's going to change the whole vast landscape and in the same way that seventh dimension this is a lot of information today in that seventh (laughs) dimension it's it's the same that what the seventh sixth and fifth dimensional perspectives is also assisting us in the era of the son of god a lot of people do this channeling thing and that Mm -hmm. is in the sense of even in this moment as I speak, you know, it's, it's actually the assistance of this idea of an alternate self. This idea that there's a higher self and a lower self is only possible within these, this understanding of the dimensions. doesn't mean that it actually categorizes it and explains it in the same fashion which involves dan- ten dimensions or not. Mm. So in our current dimension, 
we've talked about how we do move from like universe to universe through different planes of existence, but it's not such a conscious thing. Yeah. In the seventh, when we have a final judgment, it's a conscious decision, an actual judgment being made. Yes. The difference is, you know, as we talked about, the ability to move to alternate universes involves usually a very strong emotional reaction or something. Right. And, and so that's uh, you're exceeding a power of your own self into, you know, expanding around you and everything. And that's kind of what it involves is that that's completely normal for the uh, for, for the higher dimensions is like to we look like weak, little, tiny, little, you know, pathetic bugs <laughs> in comparison to the emotional response that is available to to these higher dimensions and like speaking you know involves speaking to the entire room opposed to speaking to your neighbor mm. yeah. wow yeah. i wonder what that's like <laughs> yeah it's, it's like in in the idea of you know in the higher higher even higher frequencies or uh, dimensions uh, you know, it's not speaking to a room anymore. It's speaking to the world, you know. Behold my beloved son, in whom I am mm. well pleased. And everyone hears it. Or continents, maybe. I just, you know, how do you, how do you determine that measurement? I don't know. <laughs> right. Wow. And that's the difference between kind of them and us, then. And to get there... Yeah, them and us. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's really tricky because you are there and that is you and it's really right. just the amount of accepting who you are you know it's mm -hmm. it's really consists of you know you're the ultimate power of all existence of the universe you're just on this journey of getting there and you're on this journey of accepting more and more you know you you're learning and going through whatever lessons you you see fit and whatever is there in front of you and it's beautiful it's perfect exactly in order and as you're following that guidance you're going on to the next you're following that guidance going on to the next and you know it's just a natural thing occurring and you know eventually it will you will exceed um this you know limitations in which you think of yourself and a lot of people can only do that by letting go of what they think of themselves. And that's why I've also said that, you know, dying is when you have given up expanding, when you have given up uh, learning and becoming new, becoming greater uh, aspects of yourself. Because that's ultimately what all the dimensions are about, is that the only way to continue is through this expanding. I mean, it is required. That if you think you know who you are, you're going to die. Uh, so that you can realize that you're more than this. You know, you're more than that. You have, let go of the body. Oh, yeah, more than that. Okay, now you can become more than that in another body and try and learn the same thing. It helps us to let go of the identity itself so we can expand beyond even that. It is ultimately being challenged in a way. It is our own making, our own challenging of, you know, you know, okay, so I'm like this, and now I make a, a, a world around it so that it has to be this way. It can't be any other way. It's just 
I'm this type of person. And then we, you know, we're trying to get out of this prison of what we've made and we, mm-hmm. we keep breaking out of it a little by little. Some of us, you know, exceed a little bit out of that prison throughout a lifetime. But then mm-hmm. we're like, okay, that's all I can do. And that's, that's me, you know, okay, I got my arms out of the jail. That's great. <laughs> um, you know, but then exceeding that and dying and, and the whole another option, you know, I still think of myself as a body. I still think of myself as limited and not the all-powerful existence of the universe so then i then go into another manifestation of that belief system and then have you know oh my hands are out of the prison still great i Mm -hmm. but i'm still limited and then through that lifetime i challenge myself of breaking out of the prison entirely great now i'm running around from the prison guards chasing me and I think that's enough, you know, but no, that's not enough either. You die and then you do another challenge and, and, you know, it's ultimately just a, a natural evolution. You know, when some people go steps, steps, major steps and get out of the jail completely, you know, they're in the tunnel going out under the, the prison field and, and they mm-hmm. they get, they get out of the prison entirely. And, you know, there's still, wait, you still think you're a body you still think you're in a world this is another type of prison you know and it's still it's still not anything you want it to be and the ultimate power of the existence of who you are in the universe in which how it's really developed is anything it wants to be so if you want to be something else you want to fly and you can't do that that's another layer of prison and if you Mm -hmm. wanted to fly you can fly if you know this you know faith in this power if you know what this is if you know who you are <laughs> and you you can do absolutely anything that's how you got here in the first place and so we're on that journey you know breaking out little by little by little and you know perceiving the entirety of the universe and all the possible options of what this is and you know we're enjoying it that's for sure and some of us are enjoying it you know in that seventh dimension for an example is just observing us as this huge reality show as if mm-hmm. everything is eyes and you could just see it completely 3d and you know that that supposed god that's watching over us is more like that aspect of just being completely omnipresent and aware of every decision that's being made and and quite literally in ourselves as ourselves as well uh-huh. So you can understand why, like, uh, Joseph Smith, for an example, said, yeah, the kingdom of heaven are are completely incomprehensible. You can't, uh, (laughs) you can't really grasp what it's like. And you can put it into definitions. Oh, yeah, it was so beautiful. Oh, yeah, you know, it was a planet. Oh, yeah, it was, you know, and all of these different variations. Uh, But it's all of that's watered down like 50 times in order to even put it in words or comprehension right they often say like words cannot describe it and you you can't even experience it while still being in your body you have to have this like spiritual experience of it yeah yeah well yeah (laughs) (laughs) it is totally different uh (laughs) I wouldn't say it's quite that easy, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, someone asked me, you know, well, what what religion is it? You know, I, I, what what's the staff? And oh, it's a religious emblem. Well, what religion? And I had to think about that for a second. 
I, I say, well, it's all religions. And <laughs> they look at me funny and like, well, if it has to have a name, it's undefinable and expansive. Right. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> the Tao that can be named is not the true Tao. Hey, it's funny that you bring that up. I just thought yesterday I was going to go through the Tao Te Ching and talk about him. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think it's like 81 lessons or something. Yeah. Yeah. I always like to sit down and read it once in a while. It's a, it's a big book, man. It takes a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I do all day. I sit and read books. And then for fun, I read more books. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's not me. That's a... <laughs> <laughs> I do. It is interesting to think about this, though, is the the prison analogy that you've painted for us. How you you make it out of the prison progressively, you know. And I'm thinking, I think up until this point in my life, I've always been taught you have to dig harder. You've got to have your little spoon and just be digging, 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 digging all the time. And if you're not digging hard enough, you're never going to get out. And at some point, I realized that that act of digging just reaffirms that I'm in the prison. Yeah. some way to escape is I have to just accept I've already been saved. Yeah. The free gift. So it's like to put it into that metaphor, you know, you're digging and you're digging in the spoon and finally you get exhausted and you're like, no, no, I got to keep digging, keep digging, keep digging. And then you get so exhausted you finally lay down and realize there's no ceiling. Mm. <laughs> you're already up. You're like, oh, <laughs> crap. Now I need to climb. And then you're trying to climb the wall. And climbing, climbing, climbing. And then you realize the door's been open this whole time. Oh, crap. <laughs> it is this constant evolution, though. Like, every time I think I've mastered one way, I realize there's more to it. Now I get to try something different. Yeah. I'm never just done growing, you know? I think it's different. Like when I was a kid, I thought, man, when I'm an adult, I'm going to have a car and a house and it's going to be so cool. And then I'll be done working and stuff. And then I became an adult and I'm like, oh, man, there's so much more I have to keep doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? It's endless. Always wondered where that word came from. Adult. Yeah. Mm. Great. I'm an adult. It seems like, I don't know, something dull about it. <laughs> It is. <laughs> yeah, endless, endless, endless. Yeah. And that's, a, you know, as I've been meditating and stuff, and I kind of sink below and go deeper down into more just being aware of my own consciousness without all these thoughts running around, you know? Like, I don't know. If I, if I watch my thoughts but I don't get attached to them. They just kind of come and go and come and go. And I kind of slip deeper and deeper until the point I'm almost, almost asleep or something, you know? Yeah. And I just have this sense of me, but beyond all my personality and all this stuff, like there is this, this deeper me-ness that I'm trying to connect to. Yeah. And you just like see thoughts just passing by like an oddly assorted procession. Mm-hmm. Fly in there. <laughs> wow. Oh, you, you, sounds like you're you're doing the Course of Miracles. It's 
like it's required <laughs> or something. Like it's required. It's one of these required courses I have to take. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it was, through the lessons, it does guide you through different uh, types of meditation. Typically, to do exactly that, and to learn to just go beyond your little self, you know, just just exceed yourself, just by silencing your mind and quieting your mind and just being there. Yeah, it's, it's amazing to me the stuff that comes to my mind from inside my mind. Because, <laughs> like I said, I study all day, I read books all day. You know, I'm supposed to learn medicine, so there's a hundred books I have to read. And I'm like, oh, and I want to learn religion and philosophy, and so there's a hundred more books that I read. And I'm always trying to acquire knowledge outside of me by actively working because we're saved after all that we can do. So I'm supposed to be doing all that I can do, right? But sometimes when I put all that aside and I kind of just sit down and let my mind relax, stuff comes from inside of me that makes more sense than anything that came from outside of me. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing, really. I mean, as some people explain how the channeling works as we're talking about this seventh dimension and stuff is that sure. and this fifth dimension is that uh, when you you know just like you inquire a book by uh, you want to learn more about surgery or whatever the only thing that came to mind you, you mm. inquire a doctor that knows about surgery you know mm. and the same things about in in the spiritual universe and when you actually are aware of that you know it's it's aware of this entire connection between all the vastness of all beings and all knowledge of all beings. And that includes the best and most capable surgeons. So you're technically doing the same thing as you're coming and going through within yourself. You're recognizing, you know, the guy that wrote that book is within yourself. And mm -hmm. that you're actually, some, as some people say, they call upon someone they know that has the information to do exactly that and you know all the answers are there and the knowledge of that doctor is within them and it can come through wow. yeah. so it's a fun thing this journey you know we have laws that then be broken and then <laughs> that has laws that then be broken and then that has laws and then be broken well, it's not that quick, of course. You have to have, you you have laws, and then you define those laws for another eons or so, and then, and then you realize I don't like these, and you start trying to break them, and then you break them, and then you <laughs> you define those ones for another several years, and then, you know, you, you don't like those, and you you try and break them, and, you know, just like your your desire for learning and growing and 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 doing all that you can, you know, it's it's in that. Then all of a sudden, you know, what if you read all the books? You know, what if you got all the information? Now what? You still have that desire. And that's that desire for living and perceiving the universe. That's exactly the function of the Son of God and what it's here to do in every dimensional perspective. And, you know, when you have experienced and understood the totality of this dimension, you will exceed on to the next. And that's beyond death. Mm -hmm. The church teaches 
you know, everyone has the light of Christ born inside of them, you know? And I've always wondered what that means. Yeah. But if the purpose of Christ is to look back on God itself and see and try to comprehend and understand, then we're all kind of born with that innate desire, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's tricky. Especially if you think Christ is just one other person, then it gets really tricky. You know, how can <laughs> it be a light within me as well? You know, yeah, he's omnipresent and everything, but if he's omnipresent, why do I think there's a void where I exist and he does not? So it must actually be that he exists in me and it's what I think is me. Mm -hmm. you know, the, if it's omnipresent, it's me as well, isn't it? Right. Yeah. When I'm pointing at me, I'm pointing at him too. Yeah. Maybe there is no me or him. There's just the one. The one. The one and only. But it was, it was interesting to think about, you know, we can spend our whole lives trying to earn the privilege of finding, you know, God, Christ, whatever, the yeah. spirit. Happiness. But it's always, right. Anything, we, you know, all this stuff. But it's, it's not something that's earned. No matter how much you can do, like I have to earn it. I've got to work for it, but it's a gift. It's always there. It's it's. I like the word gift as a metaphor. You know, yeah. something that was. It's just there. Just open it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that. That's good. <laughs> I've been thinking about free agency too. Because we talked about how everything in the world is made the way Christ made it, right? Like he makes all these infinite variations of what he's perceiving God to be. And all this infinitude. We talked about like, you know, trying to lose weight or doing all this stuff. But what if God made you the way you are? Like resisting against it is futile, you know? Exactly, yes. In Romans, it talks about Romans chapter 10 or something. Paul is talking to the Romans and he says, you know, God made us. God makes everybody to be a vessel, you know, to, to hold the experiences and the life or whatever that was meant for it. And you can't really escape that. And God makes some people one way and some people another way. It's already, like, defined for you. There's no point in trying to, like, yeah. fight against it. But to embrace that God has, God's always been there, you know? This gift has always been with you. Yeah. But you can't, like, mess it up. <laughs> and that's that's really the truth. It really is. And as far as a lot of Course in Miracles students have trouble with with that uh, in a way that they say, well, God didn't make your dream. Uh, God isn't even aware that you're a body and all this stuff. And so it kind of gets on this level confusion. So I'd like to mm. clarify it. Like even, so this is how the dimensions and understanding them are very helpful. 
that uh, the zeroth dimension, it is referred to zero because it is before any of this universe existed uh, be, and is, is what w most would refer to as God. Well, that's what A Course in Miracles refers to as God. Isn't even aware of any of real the form of the universe or anything like that. And then a line between two points, which is the first dimension, is now there's the Son of God. And most people, when they refer to God created us, as you were just saying, is actually referring to that. And the function of the Son of God is to create like its Father. Mm -hmm. The Father created itself, literally. Itself, one with itself, is what the Son is. So now the function of that Son of God is to create like its father in other words create anything in any form in any way that it sees fit but it will only be as itself and it, regardless if it is aware of that or not it it is only creating itself just like the father created itself and so the, as the uh, son goes ideas upon ideas it, within ideas within vortexes of ideas and ideas going down deep into dark holes you know it, it's now you know plop all of a sudden wait what am i wait who what what is this what's going on i don't know where anything is i don't know what anything is i don't you know I'm, I'm, i have to figure out the world now you know and figure out where i am and everything so in that sense uh in god the zeroth dimension has absolutely no idea what what dimensions you're actually in but all of it is in that vastness of the you know 10th dimension which is the zeroth dimension so it's a little tricky <laughs> but it is so that son of god is on the journey of exploring where it can't see where where that god can't be where that god the actual zeroth dimension god can't perceive or anything uh, except through the function of that son of God. So wow. it gets a little tricky, you know, but uh, it's the way the universe is. Yeah, I like I like your explanation of the dimensions because it it does kind of put into context things that seem paradoxical, that shouldn't coexist. Like God loves us and he doesn't want us to suffer, and yet the world has a whole bunch of suffering. Like how could those two things... And philosophy's argued about that forever. Like, what is this problem of evil? How come there's evil in the world and yet an all good God who created all this? How, how do these coexist? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely paradoxical to the other truth and other realities. And they're, they're, they all, you know, turn each idea upside down for a whole nother experience. Right. But if you progress through these dimensions and kind of fit the pieces together, it's like, oh, they all exist in in their own capacity, in their yeah. own dimension, you know? Yeah. And they're all an experience. Yeah. Of the same thing. So Of the same <laughs> thing. That's how it's omnipresent. That's how it's all possible. You know, that's how it is as much in you as it is in everyone else. Uh, right. Of course, even like as, as we say, it's the third dimension, fourth dimension. You know, that's that's divided up. You know, it's like you take a mirror and you reflect it back. You have the light and you reflect it back to it. It's it's somewhat mm -hmm. as bright as as the original light, uh, say the sun. Uh, but if you then angle it to another mirror and now it reflects off into the distance, you know, where's it going? 
uh, it's not as bright. So you then develop other mirrors to shine onto other mirrors and you have this whole array of just thousands of mirrors shining this light uh, towards the end of that experience. The light isn't as bright, you know, and that's, mm. but it's the same one light that's within you is from the very beginning. Uh, but we have this dream within a dream within a dream experience that makes it seem farther off farther uh, under to harder to understand and ultimately that's all it is is a reflection of a reflection of a reflection of a reflection but it's the mm -hmm. same one thing and you know it gets distorted you know it, it seems less seems different seems like it's now oh, now, it's, now it involves shadows and <laughs> <laughs> now it involves you know bodies and all this all this stuff so it, it makes it seem harder to understand you have to almost have to squint now to yeah there is some light in there I think but in traveling through all of this it still goes back to the source and each time it divides and stuff it's this unique different way of existing but all the lights there it's just all spread out yeah yeah, you know, like none of these metaphors are, are definitely going to do 100% justifying and explaining any of these things, but it's just assistance in helping people to see that do want to understand right. the universe like yourself. Right. And so, I mean, yeah, so I have a multitude of ways of explaining it. <laughs> <laughs> like one of my favorite is when we think of a third dimension, we can take a cube and this has the three dimensions as height, length, and width, right? So mm -hmm. there's actually eight points on this, and we're going to use the reference of a point. So a, the zeroth dimension is a single point with indeterminate size. We don't really know anything about it. It's just a single point. And the first dimension is a line between two points. So we make that same one point of the zeroth dimension into a reflection of itself, there's two. Okay, so now you have the line between it itself. So it just created itself in itself so it can look at itself, right? So you got a reflection of itself. Now the second dimension is, is the same type of an experience of reflecting those two points into an additional two points. So now you have four. So this is the actual experience of of the consciousness uh, which the son and the father are one in consciousness and intelligences into the light and sound of the holographic universe so those two additional points are light and sound or the giving and receiving of love the movement and emanation of energy so now you have a square of two dimensions what is it light length and width anyway. <laughs> And, and then in the same reflection attribute, you know, in the same way, characteristic in which the father created the son in its likeness, two to these four then reflect into additional four uh, elements. And we, we like to categorize these in the possible elements, you know, not the periodic table, but it's just the liquids, the solids, the, the plasmas, and the gases, right? Mm. And then, so if you think of that as the third dimension, now you got the, what is the reflection that makes it into the fourth dimension? Well, that's the only thing that you need consciousness again for, is you need a point A to point B from that, where that thing goes. So it's now has this 
elongated snake from birth to death of that cube and and everywhere in between you know your memory of coming to this day and your memory of 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 your childhood and all this stuff is is the reflection of that same one thing and so if you can grasp that which it it, it starts to exceed human capability but now right. what is a reflection of that well that has an alternate timeline and so we keep going and you just can kind of understand that it gets a little harder to comprehend and and your mind wants to try and you know make sense out of it and everything but it's 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 not so much you know just like your body is not really that hard to understand when you're experiencing it you're like you know what salt tastes like because you tasted it before you know it's the same thing about this experience this whole life this whole journey this whole dimensional experiences is firsthand experience for yourself to know each and everything about it about yourself to know yourself to know everything you could be possibly be shouldn't be and want to be and all the variations of possibilities (laughs) every possibility of every possibility yeah so you know and all of those yeah we want people we want aspects of ourselves in hell so we can know that as well as we want aspects in heaven so we can know that Mm. we want to know all parts of it but we're all going to come out of all of them as much as the people from hell are going to be saved or outer darkness are going to be saved uh (laughs) which seems unusual but we're all they're all coming back to the same singularity as much as you know everybody is going to come out of heaven and that form of prison as well (laughs) it's just another form of of confinement and denial of yourself so we shouldn't try to escape hell or run towards heaven we should just kind of embrace where we are because we lend perspective yeah it's It's an experience yeah that's it yeah and you can train your mind to be in heaven always so yeah you can be in a a, a greater heaven than those you're in heaven with and you even if you go to hell you know you can be in heaven because that's where your mind is Hmm. so it doesn't matter what's really happening if you're in physical form and bodies and zombies and you're dying you're being eaten and all this stuff you know you you're trained your mind to perceive and know heaven there. Oh, Trainee knows the hour's done. <laughs> oh man. That's okay. I was thinking about you when I was reading this Romans chapter. In Romans 5.3, it says, But we glory in tribulations also. Knowing tribulations work patience, and patience gives you hope, and all this good stuff. And I'm like, who glories in tribulations? Oh, Devin does. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Yeah, it's definitely helpful to point those things out, because... And you know, like Atreyu right now thinks he is in the most torturous situation. Oh, daddy has his door closed. <laughs> completely not completely ignoring the fact that he has his brothers and sisters over and you know that 
that it's so much funner than it usually is when he's out there alone. Mm. And when he's a teenager, you'll like his space away from you. Yeah. You're like, you're please, like, close thing. the door and five more. Yeah, leave me alone. <laughs> but it's all the perspective that we have in our mind then. Yeah, definitely. Well, we're end a little early and I'll go tend to this little one. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you, Mark. It was a good conversation yeah. today. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I always feel like, you know, it, it's like snowballs. You know, we, we get started and we're like trying to trinkle down something and then it finally catches on. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> shut this guy up all of a sudden. <laughs> That's fun. All right, I'll talk to you next week. And thank you all for tuning in. Uh, if you want to contact either of us, you can find our information at openandclear.com. And how, hey, how do they find your business podcast? Are you still doing that? Yeah. What's the name of it? Business it's of called... Businesses? <laughs> <laughs> right. We called it just our success journey at this point. Okay. I don't know what else to call it. It's so... been good, though. It's under, like, the business category or something? I think so. It should be. Okay. <laughs> Gotta figure right. that out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you. And I'll see you all later. Well, not see you. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Have a good one. <laughs>